you know, I think Kanye's first five albums are like what everyone should go against. You feel me? Like, I mean, I, we did another song for my album that day too, me and Cole. Um, so I don't know what that means. I'll be getting cold features. <laughs> it, it might be over for a lot of other people, but I, when I pick up the phone, bro, hold me down. So shout out to Cole. Wizkid is a legend, obviously. His album, Made in Legos, to me, was my favorite album of the last year. It got me through pretty much the whole pandemic. Yeah, so um, I did a podcast called The Messenger, and it's the story of Bobby Wine, who's like the biggest musician in, in Uganda turned politician. Yo, 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 Bass, man, what's going on, man? How you My doing? My dog, Semtex. How you feeling, bro? How you living? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like, as always, it's good to connect, good to talk to you. Um, This is the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. It's like, yo, I just nerd out about hip hop, greatness, whatever you've been working on, you know. And yo, man, you got a joint that's popping off, the Jackie joint. It's crazy. Yeah. My guy, yeah, man. Shout out to Cole, Lil TJ, T-Minus on the production. It's a real just summertime New York vibe. We're trying to bring that energy back, especially with, you know, people being locked down. Um, I was just trying to tap into into just that good summer energy. It's dope. It's dope. But how, how did that come about? Like, why Lil TJ? Well, I, I was in I was in Carolina working on the offseason with Cole. Um I think we had worked on Let Go of My Hand that day. We had like 30 minutes left in the session. And, you know, he was like, you want to try something new, something different? I was like, yeah, why not? Because we were just kind of working on, you know, when you're working on an album and trying to finish a song, it gets real repetitive. Um, so he pulled up, I think the first beat he pulled up out the T-minus pack was the Jackie. We did the song and then, you know, we did the song in like 30 minutes and I was explaining to Cole, my inspiration behind my verse was, Obviously, in, in, in Queens, we got this highway, this this parkway called the Jackie Robinson Parkway, which connects Queens and Brooklyn. And growing up, summertime, you know, you might meet a girl at a festival or you might meet a girl like on the subway and, and you exchange info and you're trying to go hang out with her. And she lives in another borough. And it's like you're almost going into like treacherous territory now because you pull up and there's like 10 dudes on her block ice grilling you and, and, and one dude might have been her first boyfriend and another dude is like crushing on her. Um, and that's like a very summertime New York story that I just felt like was going to resonate with with New Yorkers and, you know, especially during the summertime. So then we're like, well, who who can we get to kind of bring another another borough's perspective and a different New York story? And, you know, we're both fans of TJ. Um, you know, obviously, he like youngest in charge in the city right now. He's doing really big things, and we just thought his his melodies and and his voice would really, really, really fit the record. And and you know, that's I've always loved collaborating. That's like my favorite thing in music is 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 to collaborate, and I almost approach it from a producer's perspective as far as what I want from a song and 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 treating other people's voices like an instrument. And I felt like TJ would just be like the the perfect like complimentary voice to me and Cole. Okay, hey, I I just want to be clear, right? Because I know you know Cole said no more features. 
But it's like, is so this is Bass and Cole like featuring TJ or is it a feature or is it like what is it exactly? You know we got yeah, nah. to listening. I mean, I, we did another song from my album that day too, me and Cole. Um, so I don't know what that means. I'll be getting cold features. <laughs> it, it might be over for a lot of other people, but I, when I pick up the phone, bro, hold me down. So shout out to Cole. <laughs> so that, that tweet should have been no more features except Bass. Yeah, right? Or, or you know, maybe, maybe whatever. Some, some some artists on the label or whatnot, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel them. Plus, with Cole, you just got to catch them at the right time mm. and, the, and the right space, you know. We were already working, so, and and when it when it's like that, it's just easy. All right, all right. Yo, the off-season, incredible, man. What was it like to be a part of that? Like, another classic? Like, you know, you're, you're a very important, um, well, not player. You're, you're, you're a very important, like, person within the, the music-making process and the album-making process. Like, you know, I know you've worked with Cole for a minute, but what was it like this time around? Because it's like, it's you know... There was a, he had a lot to say. It's a different album to previous albums, and it felt yeah. like it felt like you had more of a pivotal role, like within the music and everything. Like, yeah, like how was it this time around? Man, it was so inspiring. First and foremost, because I was just kind of getting to peep his work ethic every day, and how like regimented and faithful and disciplined he was to his work ethic. And I'm looking at him like, like this dude has the world, you know? So like, well, what's my excuse not to be working this hard? You know, what's my excuse not to be working on my craft every single day? Like, what's my excuse? Why am I, you know what I mean? So that, just from that standpoint alone, it was hella inspiring for me because I left those sessions like, like, nah, bro, like you're not doing enough, which is what you want from the people around you. You know, you want them to push you to be better, to work harder. Um, and then just from a rapping standpoint, it was just impressive to see, like, you know, how hungry he was. And it wasn't like, you know, you have albums like Forest Hills Drive where he's clearly, like, making hits. Hmm. You know, like, that to me, that's like his hits album, you know. And then, and then you have albums like For Your Eyes Only that are more, like, um, you know, about the concept and the story he's telling. I felt like the offseason was, like, you know before it's all said and done, like, I'm just going to show y'all that I rap better than a lot of, a lot of you, you feel me? And he still had that, to still have that chip on your shoulder, um, <laughs> after everything he's done and accomplished to me, was just like, dude, like that, that's a hunger, like, that's inspiring. Mm. I mean, you're working with one of the greatest MCs. There's a lot of great MCs within Dreamville, within, within the team, but, you know, you were saying about growing up in New York City, growing up in Queens. I was, I was watching um, the K9 series, the Fifty Cent series, like the, the first episode. It's crazy. I oh, the first that. episode aired. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Yo, crazy. shout out to Joey Badass. I know yeah. he's on there. That's my dog. Yeah. You, you you watched it yet? I haven't yet. I didn't know it aired yeah. already. Bro, it's insane. It's crazy. Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. Shout out to Fifty like, Man. It's, it's a yeah. you know, it's a legend where we from, but. But Joey's my guy too. I saw him post yeah. that he's on it. And you know, he yeah. he's a Brooklyn cat, so I'm happy he repping yeah. Queens on this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even recognize him at first. It's only I was watching it and I was like, oh shit, that's because he's he's a dope actor. But seeing him in this, like he everyone's gonna be trying to get him to play that role. Like a role. Word. Like yeah, I gotta it. check it out. He killed it. I gotta but, check it out. And 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 what I love about the show is 
these tracks from the, the early 90s, like you hear Run DMC throughout year. So I'm spoiling it for you now, but I got to do this to get to the point of what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. And, um, you know, Black Sheep and stuff like that. But I, I just wanted to know from yourself, you know, you're growing up in New York City, the home of hip hop. What was it like growing up in Queens and what was the influences that got you to this point where you're at now? Man, so we used to, there was a, a, a store on Jamaica Avenue, which is where all our buses, it's like the bus terminal will leave you out on, on the Coliseum block on Jamaica Avenue, 165th Street. There was like 10 mixtape stores, you know? So we used to go every day after school to see like, you know, did the G-Unit mixtape drop? You know what I mean? Did the D-Block mixtape drop? You know, did the Fab put a new mixtape out? Um, and, and that was even a little bit later on, but before that it was like, you know, Mob Deep, Capone and Noriega, Nas, Farrell uh, Monch, uh, LL. Like Queens has such a, a rich history of of artists and, and, and of rappers. And I feel like there's like a string that ties them all together. And, and a lot of it is perspective. You know, like what draws you to Nas is, you know, how he'll break down the, the, the pissy project hallway and mm. you damn near could smell that elevator. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I feel like that's kind of part of like the the Queens, uh, like mission statement when it comes to rappers, and that's why I'd be considering Cole a Queens rapper. I'd be telling him that all the time. Like he rap, he rap like one of our rappers. Like he rap like yeah. the Queens do. Um, yeah. you hear the Nas influence in Cole, so, um, you know, it's definitely it's definitely a blessing, man. And it's it was it was always fun to kind of just go at it with 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 the people from other boroughs and kind of put our rappers against theirs, and you know the barbershop conversation. Um, but yeah, man, the sh- shout out to Queens. This it's influenced everything. Who 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 inspired you to pick up the microphone? Who was it that you know? Yeah, just just inspired you to like have the audacity to rap. Yeah, honestly, it was one of my homies. It's just funny. Uh, my my homie DJ. Um, I was DJing at the time. His name is DJ too. But um, I was DJing and and we used to throw these parties like down like downtown Manhattan they had a crib in the West Village uh we called it the Carter we just named it we were all like big Wayne fans like an OG Carter and then obviously the the movie New Jack City and it was a house where people just partied and you know experimented with a lot of things and and it was like you know always always like just a, a crazy crew around and one night um he was like yo let's rap and like I said like, I grew up in Queens I knew like a million dudes that have been rapping their whole lives and like, you know, and I, I at that point in my life, I was very much like just a hustler, like really just moving how the city moves and trying to mm. keep figuring out how to make my next dollar and, and where that was coming from. And I was like, man, like, I don't rap, bro. Don't nobody make it rapping. You feel me? And then uh, he's like, just do a record with me on, on GarageBand on, on his MacBook. So I think we rapped over like, it might have been like Kanye West's Breathe In, Breathe Out. Right. With Ludacris, I think it was that instrumental. Right. And I did that, and I woke up the next day. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I had I realized I had never had any form of like artistic expression before in my life. Like, there was no drawing. And then I come from like a you know an African family that emigrated to the states, and it's like you know I think a a lot of people in my situation, the diaspora, could speak to it. Like, you're not really pushed towards the arts. You know, you're pushed towards like financial security. Like be a doctor, a, a lawyer, an engineer, you know, it, that wasn't, um, 
to no fault of their own, but for for the generation before us, it, you know, they dealt with much more dire circumstances in life. So um, we were never pushed to really kind of explore the arts. So when I stumbled on it, it was just like an instant addiction. Every day I was just waking up and I wanted to write and I wanted to pull up the next beat and I wanted to write, I wanted to pull up the next beat. I just wanted to keep going. Um, and you know, I, I haven't stopped since. But is, is the rapper that was your like, outside of like your man who put you on and what you was doing and, and you know, with, with, is, is the rapper that you still revere to this day, like where it just makes you sharpen your pen or like as the visitor would say, lyrical sword? There's a few. There's there's a few that maybe you always want to rap, but obviously Cole is one of them. Like I, like I just explained just how hungry he is. Um, J.I.D., shout out to Jid. Mm. To me, he's just, you know, technically and lyrically just one of the best dudes doing it. Anytime I'm on the regular with Jid, you know, I know I got to come correct. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of people doing it. And then like, obviously from a historical standpoint and even, you know, current like Nas and Hove to me are like the top two, you know, mm. that have, that have, that have kind of shown us the ropes and, and like that, whose moves you, you most admire and, and, and whose ability and Kanye, of course, Kanye, mm. just from a, a creative standpoint, the way he built his sound, the way he really like built his sonic landscape. You know, I think Kanye's first five albums are like what everyone should go against. You feel me? Like it's just first like five. first five is just like flawless <laughs> to me. It's it's flawless. You know, it's flawless. Right. Just the, the progression from each one to the next one. Yeah. Um, okay. You went for like, Jesus. I I actually like Jesus, and right. and and I think. It's like sneaky because with time, like you like those songs more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it like it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, you know. Like late registration is my cup of tea. You feel me? Okay. Okay. Uh, and 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 you know, obviously college dropout, but and, and graduation and eight oh eights and mm-hmm. you know, beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like it's just he's to me. It's that's like that's the thing to beat in a sense. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Are you are you are you? Have you got any kind of expectation for the new album dropping on Friday? Are you bothered? Do you still does he still interest you like that? Or of course, Kanye's yeah. always going to interest me from a you know from a creative standpoint. Ir- irrelevant to like all the other stuff that goes on, you know. Like I'm I'm always going to tune in um, be- because he's given us so much. I feel like in hip hop, man, a lot of times. Um, and it's cool to be like critical of people and, and certain things they do in the public, but we're like the genre that kind of like, we really like try to get rid of our, our, our elders and our veterans. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at like, you look at rock and roll and those dudes are gone forever. Like Rolling Stone and, and Bruce Springsteen and, 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 and uh, Billy Joel still sells out the garden. Like whenever, the, whenever he wants to come out the house, you know what I mean? And I think, um, when I look at the Kanye's of the world, they're like, you know, they're they're up there to me as far as just you know, re- regardless of what, like just just off the legacy alone, I'm gonna check out everything he does. Mm. I hear that. Yeah, I think I think he's, I'm a kind of, for I'm a Kanye stand man. Like, I can't, yeah, yeah. Like I can't I can't not I can't not <laughs> check it out. You know what I mean? I can't yeah, I yeah. can't. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So. 
so going going back to like you know what we were just talking about, and I was talking about Canaan, the show. I don't want to ruin it for you or anything or spoil it, but it it did. I feel like what Fifty does with power is kind of like extensions of Get Rich or Die Trying. It's kind of like director's cut, but visually and and things like that. You know, and with Fifty, I read the books, saw the film, absorbed the albums, and it's like. Did you experience any of that kind of lifestyle that he experienced when he was growing up in Queens? Did you see any of that kind of, is that that side of things? Yeah, like a thousand percent. And this, this is what I love about like this this phase of 50's career is like, I was I used to have this discussion with people like, and, and I live in LA now, right? But as a New Yorker, it was like John Singleton, right? Rest in peace, John Singleton. Yeah. But Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, now, now Snowfall, you mm. know, he painted such a good image of LA, the LA lifestyle, like the, the LA dude, how they speak, how they dress, how they wear their hair. Um, all of that to me was like so powerful and so beneficial to the culture of Los Angeles because I experienced that as an outsider and then I got to come here and kind of see those things. And I was like, you know what? Like we, we, we never really had that in Queens and in New York. And I could be wrong, like Spike to a certain extent. And obviously like Hype Williams did Belly which is like a Queens, you know, it's up there for us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. what 50's doing now, I feel, is, is a lot like what John Singleton did for L.A., which right. is bring that imagery, you know, of, of that era of Queens, that, you know, that era of New York City that people don't really know about and didn't get to see and that he grew up in and, and is now, like, bringing the story to life. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Hey, tell me about your podcast. Yeah, so um, I did a podcast called The Messenger, and it's the story of Bobby Wine, who's like the biggest musician in, in Uganda turned politician, and he was trying to, um, pretty much he led a youth movement trying to remove the, the dictator of like 30 plus years, Yuri Museveni, and um, you know, we just covered the whole election and the, the trials and tribulations he was going through and the attempts on his life and harassment from the government and and then you know ultimately a, a very suspicious and 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 you know shady kind of election went down but I, I got to actually speak to the man and it was a very inspiring story for me because I'm, I'm always trying to you know highlight the, the African diaspora um, being Sudanese myself um, and then to see someone who very much was doing what I'm doing and had all the comforts that this this life affords us as 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 musicians, as artists, as celebrities, and he really sacrificed all of that to to try to bring you know a, a new day in his country, and he he suffered a lot of consequences for doing so. So I just found like I found his story super inspiring, and, and just wanted to lend lend my platform to try to shine some light on it. Mm. It's it's a crazy story because the same time he was doing the podcast, I was actually following it on the news. And it's 
it's it's fascinating to see you know musicians are powerful you know is is in terms of their influence but also what music means to people you know it connects better than any politician ever will you know um but it was crazy to hear and see how they really tried to mess with him man even now even now like the election was a bit it it, right. it didn't look like it was done properly and everything but they're still they're still going at him you know and this is like one of the yeah. artists you know and we we touched we touched upon that in the um in the in the podcast and we touched on fella Cootie and Bob Marley and like he's kind of in that line of those type of artists that really sacrificed so much and you know ultimately had attempts on their life and and all you know all types of things that they didn't didn't have to they could have lived a very comfortable very opulent lifestyle and just kind of you know left that battle for someone else um but they they didn't they took up that mantle they they did it for the people and, and you know in the like he's banned from radio he can't do shows he really gave all that up you know to 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 try to bring a new life and lead this youth movement so it's like i just have an incredible amount of respect for that you know in america the last couple of years have been crazy you've seen what's happened like that Trump guy's gone and everything else and all of that. But there was there's a lot of people that were vocal. There's a lot of rappers who stood up and, and spoke out. You know, there's a lot of musical protest, musical substance. Do you think it'll ever, there'll ever be a, situ in a situation in America where it's as bad as what happened with that, where you're going to see artists who have to get more and more, you know, vocal, more and more active? Because... I mean, you know, in theory... Obviously, you know, it, it'd be hard for anybody to be president longer than eight years, right? Because they have these these terms in place. I think obviously it, it's it's a little um, Uganda. I think it's like seventy five percent of the population is under thirty years old. So this is the only leader they've they've ever known. You know what I mean? Like that's just like that's just such a a ridiculously long amount of time to hold power and not allow any fresh blood and fresh ideas to to interject and and have a, a voice in their future but i think here um what you saw and even like you know like little baby doing that record mm. that he did i felt like that was amazing because you almost you you know you expect it from cole or like kendrick you know what i mean you you expect it from the guys to have more of a like a conscious rapper quote unquote background but like little baby speaks to kids that Cole and Kendrick don't necessarily reach, you know? Mm. He speaks to a, a demographic of, like, young street dudes that might not be checking for, like, what the, the conscious rapper is telling them. Um, so I thought, like, what he did was amazing and, like, and super powerful, and I, I'm glad it got all the love and attention and, and platform that it did. What's next for yourself? You got a hit record, you got the Summon Smash. What's next? Um, you know, I, I've been very intentional with this go around of trying to make these songs, these 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 big records. Like that's something that I was challenging myself to do. You know, I'm, I'm very proud of the work I've put in and the albums I've made, and and you know, I've always gone for like a very cohesive album, which which I still do. But I just saw like 
the next frontier for me was making some of these hit records, you know, and it's like, um, I, I've gotten a lot of love and, and accolades, but sometimes I feel like I'm kind of still underground and, you know, I kind of want to break out of that. I want to, I, I want to make these songs that still stay true to me, stay true to my sound, but just challenge myself as a songwriter, you know, as a producer, as a, as a creator of the, and curator of these songs to, to, to try these collaborations with artists that people would never expect to hear me with and bring them into my world, put them on my sonic landscape and, you know, collaborate and make something big. And that's been really fun because it's like, you know, every album, every go around, I have to push myself to try something new to push my artistry out of my comfort zone. And then, and this is kind of what I've, what I've identified and, and been intentionally working on. And the Jackie's like the first product of that. So to, to see how well it's been received, you know, both amongst my fan base and outside of it is really just gratifying. And, and I want to keep pushing in that direction. So I will say I got a I got a record coming with Gunner. Shout out to oh, Gunner. Yeah. Shout out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out YSL. Um, I'm really excited about that record. Right. Um, you know, that'll follow the Jackie at some point. But, you know, like I said, that's another one where people will never really expect to hear Boss and Gunner on the record. But, you know, we made it happen. When, when you say you got to push yourself, who else is pushing you? Who else is who else is in your corner? Like yo, bast, you know you can do it, man. Like yeah, you know, I mean, when you Cole Cole's number one for sure because every time I do a session with Cole, he's trying to get something new out of me, which is good. Like creatively, really? yeah, he's always pushing me to 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 even change my process. You know, even the, like like the way we did the Jackie. I I usually I'll sit in the room, I hear the beat. I'll start reciting lyrics to myself. I'll write some of the lyrics down. I'll put my verse together. Okay, I got my 16 bars. Let's go lay it down. When we did the Jackie, we literally had like 30 minutes. And he was like, yo, don't even, don't write nothing. Just go on there and just do what you feel. And even if for 15 minutes it sounds corny and lame to you, you're going to hit a pocket, you know, five, you know, five minutes after that where boom, it all makes sense and you unlock the melody, the flow, your tone, you know, everything for the record. And I tried that and it worked. And we did a couple songs and, you know, in that nature. And then that changed how I worked even when I left Cole and came home and was working on other songs. Um, I got to kind of a- apply those things. So I think, you know, creatively, he's always been the person to, to push me the most. You know, we used to do like seven minute drills where I'd, I'd get to the studio and, and he'd be like, we got to do a song in, in seven minutes, you know? And some of those might, really? well, yeah. Yeah, like, do you got to write your verse, get it done in seven minutes, you know? And, and that stuff is is important because then when we have, like, the Revenge of the Dreamer sessions mm. and I'm in the A room and it's, you know, 20 people in the A room and everyone's trying to get on the song, you got to go ahead and get your verse done and that, and that shit got to be tight, you feel me? Um, so... Like definitely a lot, a lot of the artists I work with I always try to pick up something about their creative process, uh, you know, something about the way they work, and 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 it's like it's it's like learning a new basketball move, you know. It's like it's like Kobe, you know, posting up in the fadeaway, or or, or Kobe going to Hakeem Olajuwon to learn the dream shake, you know what I mean? 
you go in, you go in with these different artists and they all have a different way that they work. They all have a different process. And I try to just peep game and, and try to apply some of it to myself. Okay. So let me get this straight. J. Cole, you was with him and he was pushing you and you had 30 minutes to make a track, which is the, the Jackie. And then you got these drills where you got seven minutes to write a verse. What did you actually find difficult? Nothing. That's the irony of it. <laughs> you know, it's it's actually freeing when right. you work that way. You know, right. it's it's liberating because right. you don't overthink it. You know, that's that's right. like that's like the Achilles heel of any artist is like overthinking it. Usually your first idea is the best idea. And yeah. it just it might need to be refined, fine-tuned. You could then kind of change certain words around to make it more clever, but that first idea was it. But we just sit in our heads and we're like, all right, let me delete that whole bar and come up with a different one. And it's like, nah, just do what you feel. Do what comes naturally because nine times out of ten, you know, that's that's the genius idea. You're just not seeing it through. You're not allowing yourself to see it through. So when you take that away and time becomes a, a crunch and you just have to keep moving forward in the verse, you're like, oh, wait, this is very liberating. This is actually a, a great way to work. Okay. I'm... Um, all right. From the last time we met, I think it was backstage at Hammersmith Apollo in London. The last time I've seen you face to face. Um, I'm on a different radio station now. It's bigger. I got the Fire. biggest. I got the biggest Friday night show in Europe for hip hop. Right. Let's go. It's just how it is. And <laughs> congrats, brother. So last week I see the playlist editions. So every week the playlist editions go around. Shout out to my Capital Extra family. The station's called Capital Extra. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm very familiar. Yeah, yeah. I see Bass on the playlist. Daytime radio. That's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Because yeah. they don't... Yo, I ain't seen you on that playlist before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. <laughs> and and that's, that's the beauty of it, man. It's, it's You really... Like I said, I was intentional about that, you know, mm -hmm. like it, that's not that wasn't anyone else's fault. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You you have to you have to create songs that live in that space. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? A lot, a lot of people just look at their label like, oh, you know, you, you never put me in this situation, that situation. But mm -hmm. that, that's not it. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you're going for. And, and you have to be intentional in the creative process. So mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I very much made the Jackie to to be on that playlist you feel me mm -hmm. to to get to get radio play to get to 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 grow my brand and my artistry and 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 make the world more familiar with me um and 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 the beauty of it is what you learn over the years is is, is how to do that and do it in a way where your your day ones aren't like well this is a reach or this don't sound <laughs> like vibes you know what i mean that's still important to me that to yeah. me that's the art you know, that's the mm -hmm. art in it is, is mm -hmm. to make to be able to make those kind of records within your landscape. Like that don't sound shout out to TJ. That don't really sound like a little TJ record. Mm -hmm. It sound like TJ True. came over and, and, and did a record with us, you know, mm -hmm. and and that's kind of the things I'm, I'm trying to do now. And and obviously, as I've grown more confident uh, amongst my peers and as I keep coming across them and working with them, it just boosts my confidence and my mm -hmm. ability to make these kind of records. So, you know, hopefully that won't be the last time you see me on that list. No, 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 no. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Because, um, yeah, the track came out. I played it one Friday. The week after, I added. I was like, oh, shit. 
Yeah, let's go. I'm happy to hear that. You just made my day with that one. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. So, you got a record with Gunner? Like, so is this leading towards an album, a mixtape, body of work? Like, where, where's your mind it, at now? No. What are you thinking? It's definitely, it's definitely leading to an album. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's probably a little premature to talk about the album. I don't have a release date or or anything like that. I, like I said, I've really been working on on making these songs, and and obviously as they come out, like I said, it it just opens the door for more collaborations, you know, and 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 the, the ear and the respect of more of my peers, and that's just really where I'm at, right? That's that's where like creatively, that's the puzzle that I'm always trying to figure out right now, you know, as as in, and and there'll be a time where I have to wrap up the album, and I'll be dedicated to that. But but right now it's just been about going out, linking with people, and just trying to make the biggest songs possible. That's how I'm feeling. Oh, That's just like oh. a, a challenge I've given myself, and and it's like a, a puzzle that I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It really is. You know, it's a, it's a change of pace for sure. Yeah. A change of pace, and I'm really enjoying it. Right, right. What's the painting in the background? Looks dope. Yeah, um, I got these. I was in Nigeria, I believe. Yeah, I was in Nigeria right. with Cole. We did a show out there in Lagos, and we went to the market. And I like to get art from all my travels. Like any country I go to, I like to bring some art back. So, you know, I got these out in Nigeria, out in Lagos. Mm. Yo, Lagos is popping, especially for music. Nigeria for is a sure. whole. It's like, yo... That's that's kind of like that's what's happening next. What's going on in Africa, specifically Nigeria as well? It's like you know, there's a lot of great artists coming out. Who are you feeling personally though? Who 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 you gravitating to? Uh, I mean, you know, Wizkid is a legend, obviously. Um, from from time of around Wizkid, his album Made in Lagos to me was my favorite album of the last year. It got me through pretty much the whole pandemic. That's something you can play when you're having a cookout. It's something you can play when you when you're just chilling with a shorty. It's something you can play when you're cleaning up the house. You know what I mean? It's just one of those albums that really like just permeated my life. Um, I like Rema a lot. Obviously, yeah, Rema's hard. Rema's hard. He's super super dope. Um, you know, Burner Boy, uh, my boy Kid Dominant. Shout out to Kiddo. He's super super talented producer artist. Um, you know, I, I go to I go to the African continent pretty much every December, right. and I and I bounce around. So, you know, for like the past five or six years, I've been doing that. Apart from this past year because of the pandemic, but mm. I've made a lot of like organic relationships with a lot of these dudes. Um, mm. South Africa has an incredible scene as far as music goes as well. Um, so it's, it's it's so much inspiration coming out of the continent. And then moving it back to the UK, is is there anybody that you're feeling? Is there anybody that you paid attention to recently? Because I know with the pandemic, we've all had a chance to listen to different music, new music or whatever. Is there anything that's caught your ear? Um, you know what? The, since I was younger, the UK has always really expanded my sonic palette. My my brother DJ Moma, um, who's like 11 years my senior, um, he was always putting me on a like, UK Garage and like Jamiroquai and all types of stuff when I was younger. So I, I kind of grew up um, and still search those artists. I just recently did a song with Jungle. Um, 
cool. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Jungle. I think the UK has a very forward-thinking ear for music, which I always appreciated. You know, but even on the hip hop side, I just heard the uh, the Santana, Dave, and and, and Stormzy record that yeah, came out. Yeah, that joint hard because it yeah, it dropped crazy. the same day as the Jackie. So I, I was yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm in the DSPs. I'm looking mm-hmm. at what else dropped. I pressed play on that. I was like, ooh, that's a heater. That's a yeah, heater. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they floated on that track, man. The beat skippy. Yeah, and it's like Stormzy. They all, both Dave and Stormzy went in. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That joint is crazy. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always, I'm always keeping my ear tuned. Obviously, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the BK, the Brooklyn drill scene, and that borrows a lot from London drill, you know. And it, and it, they, you know, so I'll, I'll always check. Out. I'm not like familiar with all the artists on the drill scene in London as I am in Brooklyn. But every time I hear it, I'm just like, these flows are just so cold, dog. Like they, there's, there's like a, there's, there's a flow they got that's just like untouchable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy as well, like, you know, the loss of Pop Smoke. You know, since birth- it would have been his 22nd birthday today. It's crazy. R.P. Pop. Yeah. yeah. It's, um... Yeah, man. I, and you know what it was, man? That's, it's like, it's so tragic, bro, because, like, what he did for the city is is so big, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get to, you know, he didn't get to enjoy it. He didn't get to really enjoy the fruits of his labor or, or, or see, you know, how much his music traveled. I mean, that that was like the highest streaming album of the, of the year, you know, and it was a really good album. And it's just like, it was a really just senseless, I really hurt, I, I was hurting when, when I heard that news, bro. That was like, you know, it was like when Kobe got, when Kobe died in that accident, and then it was like pop, I think it was like sh- a short while after, and it was just like, damn, like, what the, like, what's going on right now? Mm. But you got to put me on it. Who are the who are like the big UK drill artists? I mean, Heady One, of course. Oh yeah, I know Heady One. Checking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heady One, um, Diggity should know about Diggity. Like, okay, Diggity, I'm hard. not familiar, but I gotta check him out. Yeah, it's hard. Um, there's a kid called M24. He's dope. Let's check him out. The black, okay, the, bet. the newest guy coming through is a guy called SR. Crazy, like word. Yeah, he's got this joint called Welcome to Brixton. It's insane, you know. And he's it's like, from Brixton? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, fire, fire, yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm going to check all of them out. You got, like a, you got like a playlist or something online I can find all this on? Yeah, I, I, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. Yeah, I, hook I, me up. I need hook to do, up. you know, I was talking to someone about doing that. Like, yeah, I need, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, get, I'll hook you up. But you got yeah, to pay attention to Russ. Russ is insane, bro. Like I've been, yeah okay okay I seen I seen bro I gotta tap in with him though I yeah, gotta really tap yeah. in yeah he did this he did this track um called Body it's one of the biggest records of the year out here it's crazy like when when you come here you won't be able to escape it you'll hear it at every show every show every festival Man. you just hear it that's the joint so all right I'm gonna check that out I'm putting that on the, on the playlist but you 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 should jump from one of those beats, man you'll kill it. Murder. Yo, I'm 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 working on something. I'm working on okay. something. Okay. You know, I'm working on something. You know, I gotta <laughs> I, if if I enter that arena, I gotta you know I, I gotta do it like how I would do it. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm working on something. I'm really excited about though. I'll send it to you yeah. first. I I promise you that yeah. much. Dope. I'm gonna send it Dope. to you when when I do it. I'm gonna be like, yo, Sam yeah, yeah. I did this right or not? 
All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down for That's that. That's a bet. Well, look, you know, anytime you're in the UK, like more than welcome to pass through the show. And hopefully we'll see you guys out here soon. You know, this this pandemic's been a mad. I can't before. wait, bro. I yeah. miss it. I'm, I miss yeah. it out there for sure. Yeah. But congrats on everything. Like, killing it, man. In a different lane. Hey. It's your year. You know. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, dog. So, Thanks for having me, man. I, I, I'll see you soon on the other side. Yeah, yeah. All right. Stay safe. All right, brother. You too. Cool, man. All Peace. Right.